Meow, meow, meow. You have stumbled upon the time bomb etiquette. I'm your host, Tiffany Moore. Thank you for joining me today. It's a lovely Sunday morning. It is the 21st of February, 11.09 a.m. Sun is shining, snow on the ground. I am uh, sitting here looking out the window at radiant sunshine, which I think is needed at this point. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a winter, you know, it's been a hell of a winter, but spring is coming. We're maybe like a month away from the first day of spring, which is so, I'm just so ready for spring. Anyway, I just wanted to give everyone a quick update from last week's episode and just touch base on what's kind of been happening since uh, everything with that episode last week. Um, it's been a doozy of a week. We're, we're out of Mercury retrograde, whatever that means to you. We're out of it. But um, <laughs> some crazy shit went down during Mercury retrograde. I feel like I feel like it's been eight years. It started on my birthday, January 30th, and it ended yesterday, and I feel like I've aged at least 17 years. Um, not my body, of course. My body looks amazing, if, if we want to check in with uh, that. Um, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's, maybe it's, I don't know, I'm not like, I should probably be tracking this, but um, let's see, I haven't. Like I said in some previous episodes, I stopped smoking marijuana. I no longer smoke marijuana. And um, recently just kind of stopped eating meat for some reason. Uh, I thought I would always do that because um, I like animals and I, I, I think uh, factory farming is disgusting. Um, I always thought I would quit eating meat for, like, all these other reasons, but I don't know why. Like, my buddy at work just said he was going to do it, and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Like, I think I'm just going to try it. And, like, anything that you're changing in your life, any anything that you're trying to change up, I think the most important thing, at least for me, the way my personality is, like, I just want to rebel against rules. I want to rebel. As soon as you tell me to do something, I'm like, I'm going to do it my way, you know? And... I don't know, I think the key for me is just, like, just don't be fucking strict. Like, if you want to eat meat, eat some meat. Like, whatever, you're not doing this for, like, religious reasons or something, you know what I mean? It's just kind of, like, experimenting to see what it's like to not eat meat. I've eaten meat all my life, like, every single day. So, um, I do eat shrimp sometimes and I eat crab sometimes and those are the only things I really find appealing right now for some reason um and even that is really rare honestly I've just been eating like a lot of grilled cheese with pesto so here's a secret um whether you like mayonnaise or not I I like it sometimes but if you (laughs) it's gonna sound really disgusting some someone out there is gonna know what the fuck I'm talking about and this is they're gonna be like fuck yes this is so perfect when you're making a grilled cheese if you're an avid lover of grilled cheese like me and if you're not 
God rest your soul, I don't know what's going to happen to you in the fiery depths of hell. But if if you enjoy grilled cheese, if you eat grilled cheese for almost every meal like I do, here's a little trick. You're going to want to take your pieces of bread, whatever kind of bread you use, whatever kind of bread you like. You're going to look at the butter. You're going to look at the butter and you're going to say, go fuck yourself, butter. You're going to look at the margarine. You're going to do the same thing. Fuck yourself, margarine. I've never liked you. I've never been a fan. Get out of here. And then you're going to scour your fridge. If it's not in your fridge, you're going to go purchase it. You're going to find your mayonnaise. Not light mayonnaise. None of that bullshit. Hearty, regular, good old-fashioned Hellman's mayonnaise. And you're going to slather a little bit, just enough to cover the ends of the bread where it's going to be toasted, where it's hitting that pan. Just a little bit. You don't need a lot. I'm telling you, you are not going to taste any mayonnaise of any kind. And it's going to give you the most perfect golden color you've ever seen in your life. You want to get a little crazier? Put a little bit of olive oil in your pants or some kind of oil in the pan. Just a tad. Just a little bit. Sprinkle a little bit of grated or uh, shredded Parmesan cheese across where you've mayonnaised your bread. Let it stick there a little bit. Put that side down in your frying pan. You get a nice crust of the Parmesan cheese with the mayonnaise and it is building such a beautiful layer, such a beautiful crust. Like, I sometimes I feel like an artist when it comes to making my grilled cheese. I, I do that and then I use fresh mozzarella. This is very important. You use fresh mozzarella. If you're vegan, I don't know, you're gonna have to figure something else out for the cheese. Fresh mozzarella. And then I do a slice of Colby Jack cheese. And then I sprinkle a little um, uh, grated Parmesan on that. And then the piece de la resistance, you put a little basil pesto spread that on the other side of the bread mush it all down both sides it is the most amazing thing so that's what i'm eating like morning noon and night grilled cheese i eat pasta a lot of pasta um so things that i've always been told were bad for me um actually make me feel great that's that's what my body responds to my body looks incredible right now I mean, I don't know about incredible, but it, my clothes fit better. I feel healthier. I feel way lighter. Like, I don't know. I feel a lot better. So it could be due to giving up meat and mainly focusing on breads, cheeses, and pastas, um, which goes against everything I've ever heard. So who knows if that has anything to do with it. But uh, where the fuck was I going? Um, yeah, so changing a lot of things and... I, I like change. I'm a big proponent of change. I think you have to change things up to stay fresh and keep out of your comfort zone. And, um, but this has been a lot of change recently. It's, it's, it's just been a lot. I've been going through a lot. I've been just doing things, not necessarily intentionally, but just things to get out of my comfort zone and, and feeling really vulnerable in a lot of ways and um 
so to kind of talk about what happened on last week's episode, I was talking about like the call I was going to have with uh, some higher ups in my company about sexism in the workplace. And so the call was last week. It happened to fall on the same exact day that Texas had like all that snow, like got hit with all those snowstorms and stuff and they were losing power. So they didn't cancel my call, which I thought was awesome. But like during the call, I could tell like they were putting out fires left and right. Like they were very much trying to focus on what I was saying and they were being really supportive and responsive and respectful to everything I was talking about. But I almost kind of felt bad because I'm just like, uh, it's so difficult because I'm so passionate about this kind of thing. And it was hard. Well, it wasn't hard, but it was just like, I had to really focus on what I wanted to talk about why like what my intention was behind this conversation and what I wanted to see happening moving forward that was like the crux of it I wasn't really concerned like I made it very clear like look this isn't about punishing anyone this isn't about calling anyone out I'm not even going to like say specific examples from my experiences um of where I'm at or things I've seen. I don't want that to be the discussion. I want this to be like, look, this is something everyone is aware of. And this is something we've known has been happening. How do we change this moving forward? And that is the conversation I wanted to present. And that's, you know, I just didn't want to get into anything really personal. So approaching it in that way was just like, okay, I also have to like, I have to like almost take my personal history out of this because it's emotional for me. You know what I mean? It's not just like it's it it all culminates with helplessness, that feeling of helplessness. You know what I mean? Like watching my mom be abused by a man for so many years and no one stepping in to do anything and knowing that I wasn't old enough to do anything about it. And I I didn't have a voice. It was that helplessness. It was the helplessness with the sexual abuse from my biological father and many other men after that. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's been like this domino effect of just years and years and years of just feeling helpless in, in doing anything about these things, you know, that have happened in my life. And now, like, actually having a platform where I can make a difference and people are going to really fucking hear me and listen to what I'm saying and take me seriously. Like, I kind of knew that I was opening Pandora's box with that, but I didn't really grasp the full extent of it until the call. And I, like was freaking out so much before the call, you know what I mean? Just like, what am I doing? Who do I think I am? Like, I would just bounce between these moments of like, feeling really insecure and unsafe and like, I'm gonna fuck up my whole career that I've been working so hard on here. Like, they're just gonna see me as a troublemaker. They're just gonna like, try to do things to shut me up and like, you know what I mean? And it's just like doubt. 
it's just all this doubt creating all this fear and negativity and, and it's just feeding on itself and i i feel like that's this mind frame that in the in the way i talk to myself in my head that I've been working so hard to move away from, you know, this past year, like really taking note of when I'm saying just like God awful things about myself and like redirecting that focus, like just catching myself when I'm saying really, you know, negative things about myself and just like, yo, like that's not necessary. It's not needed. Like we're not doing that right now. But this was such a deep rooted issue for me all my life, literally all of my life, there has just been like so many things that make me feel helpless in this area. So during the call, I was super calm. Um, I felt like I hit on every point I wanted to. I felt like I, I felt very guided through that call. Like I just, I really presented my case in such a way that was just like, yeah, this all makes sense exactly what you're saying. And they were just so awesome about it. And um, I let myself be like, feel a little proud and excited. But for the most part, I just <sighs> was crying so much. Like I, I just spent so much time crying after that. And like, releasing things I, I things I don't even like just things so many things from my childhood and like I I don't even know it, it's just it was like all releasing and um it was just such an uncomfortable place to be because I let I really let the doubt consume me I just let all of these things th there was nothing that these people did to make me think that um I was in any kind of harm's way or that I would get in trouble or there that there would be any backlash or that anyone in my warehouse was going to be called like it was such a great experience it was just me it's all my it's like such a vulnerable space to be for me you know and especially when I'm already so hard on myself you know I was just like I, I was trying to really find things to critique about the call because I did so well and I really put a lot of thought and time into planning like what I wanted to say and how I wanted to come across and the message I wanted to make sure like my intention was ringing clear through everything and um it was just ugh, like after the call I, it just all started sinking in and it was like just piling on and piling on on and I was like getting so inside my head about everything and a few days later one of the women reached out to me and was just like, hey, here's all the things I heard you say in that call. Here's what we think the issue is. You know what I mean? Like in, in specific departments, like what and then like what what we want to change. Here's how we want to move forward with these things. And was just like, we want your feedback now on like our ideas. You know, what do you think about this, this and this? And they, they genuinely wanted my feedback of what I think would be helpful. So... I had a lot to say um, just for the feedback for them. You know what I mean? Like, I like this idea, but I think we should tweak it a little bit like this to make it more digestible for people. You know what I mean? Like, I've just, I've been through this. I've seen it all. You know what I mean? Like, I know exactly what specifically people will respond to and what they won't, what is just going to be a joke. You know, like, if we're going to do this, let's do it right. And 
it's also taking into account that like huge change doesn't happen quickly especially in the times of covid you know what i mean when you know all this stuff is happening in texas plus we're in a pandemic plus like there's all these social distancing things that makes it really difficult for people to collaborate and come together and like workshop these things and and find the right way to put these into place during a fucking pandemic when in my head because of the way i think about myself and the way i think about things i want to do i was just like what the fuck am I doing? Like, there's so many more important things happening right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, who am I to, like, speak up about this now? Like, no one's lives are in danger. No one is, like, being harassed that I know of to a point. You know what I mean? Like, there's things I see that I'm really fucking annoyed with and disappointed in. And, like, I want change. But it's just, like, it's talking down to myself, you know what I mean? It's just like, well, who are you to think, like, this is more important than a pandemic? And that's not it. But it's like, just putting yourself out there about something you're so passionate about and you just feel so strongly about and you've been fighting for so many fucking years to, like, just be the change that you want to see. And I was just, like, honestly, like, just curled up in the fetal position just for so many days, like, freaking out, you know, just, like, who the fuck am I? What am I doing? And, um, yeah, so that's what happened with that, and it was just, like, and I know, like, I know my company, I know that they're gonna take all of my ideas, and they're gonna expound on them so brilliantly, and, like, I do know that this is going to open up doors for me, but it's difficult for me to get out of my head that just because it is such a vulnerable place, it's like, the, it's just my ego and doubt, just like, you fucked it up, you fucked it up, now they're not going to want to ever move you up, you know what I mean? Because you couldn't just keep your mouth shut, you couldn't just keep your mouth shut. It's like all these things that have been pushed down my throat for years and years and years and I've let myself believe those things you know like a woman's voice doesn't matter like I I've even though I know that's not true I've let myself believe that because that's just been the norm for so so long and women are just so fucking scared to really speak up about these kind of things because of backlash and like it's it's just really 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 scary and um so it's just been a lot of darkness um uh whereas like i was really feeling like i was at a high point on this journey you know like i was really figuring myself out and feeling really enlightened and like meditating all the time and just like manifesting things and everything's just working out and then like that all pushed me to this point and gave me like this power it just empowered me to move forward with this and then I do it and I'm just like I just want to hide I really just want to like curl up in a ball and hide because the fucking work it takes to always appear in control strong and resilient and like nothing's gonna get to you like 
it can all just really catch up to you at some point. Things you don't even know are bothering you. Things you don't even like think about. Um, it can all just reach a boiling point, whether you're choosing to acknowledge it or not. And I think that's the hardest part is just like allowing myself to, I don't even want to say be proud of myself, but like accept that, acknowledge that I did this and the monumental clarity that it's given me and just like what I'm shedding from bringing this to light and talking about it like it's just doing so much for me but it's also just such a it's just so it's so fear inducing it's so fucking fear inducing and like I would just like keep waking up and panic and like it's so it feels so stupid you know, like, why? I've, I've It's done. There's nothing I can do about it now. But it's just so ingrained in me. Like, it's just very, very, very scary. It's just an extremely scary thing to face. And usually when you're facing something that scary, there's something so rewarding on the other side of that. And right now I'm just kind of in that limbo, you know, like I, I know that this is going to be awesome and huge and like other people are going to benefit from this and women to come like are going to benefit from this. And honestly, like the people who've been reaching out to tell me that they support me and the men who have been reaching out to tell me that they support me, you know who you are, like it's, it's, it does not go unnoticed and it's so appreciated and like that it just shows me like more than just women are ready for this to change. You know, this isn't just a a man woman thing. Like men feel uncomfortable a lot of times in these situations too. And they don't know how to speak up. Um, I even had a conversation with a male coworker of mine and he was telling me about how his uh, boss, who was a woman at his last job was harassing him all the time and like really touchy feely. And he felt like he couldn't do anything about it because men are scared to speak up and say anything. Like there's just so many issues across the board. And I was, all I was trying to do was just like, make sure that my intention stayed in the experience of what I had in the workplace and not personal, you know what I mean? Like basically like staying unemotional, staying focused and professional, you know, because as soon as you like, it's just such, there's such a fine line of, of how you want to come off when you're having this conversation. Even though I was having the conversation with women, it's still just very much like, Women can be guarded with that as well, you know, and judgmental and just like, well, what were you wearing? I had an HR, uh, this, uh, at one of the companies I worked for, I was, I went down to report sexual harassment with this girl because she was too scared to go to HR by herself. She was one of my employees and the, the woman for our HR rep was like, you know, well, what, what were you wearing, you know, when this happened and saying things like that. And I was just like, that's exactly what we should not be doing. Like, uh, but anyway, I know that change is going to happen. I know that 
this is gonna be so awesome but right now this week like I'm really 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 working hard to not just let you know the doubt and um negativity take me under and I've, I've just been trying to like meditate and even like going into work it's just like fuck like I fucked things up I want to go out for this other job um that would be a great promotion and a great foot in the door for like really expanding what I want to do in this place and now I'm scared and I feel like hindered and I, I yeah I'm like second guessing myself and I was just driving to work it was a few days after the call and I was just in this headspace I couldn't shake myself out of and it was so disappointing because I've worked so hard to not let things consume me like that anymore and I don't even want to give myself the benefit of the doubt that, like, this is years and years of repressed fucking shit that, you know, like, I'm basically exposing. And it's so much more monumental than I'm really willing to give it because I'm just like, whatever, you should know how to deal with this shit by now. You know, like, I'm just hard on myself. And I, it was just, I have an hour drive to work. And it was just really, really fucking getting to me. And I was just, like, letting myself get in a really really bad place and I was like maybe five minutes from work and this song came on um Kathleen Edwards the cheapest key like I love her music it wasn't there wasn't necessarily anything empowering about the song but I just fucking blared it as soon as it came on and I looked at myself in my rearview mirror and I was like I choose to support myself in this moment and I just kept saying that I was just like I choose to support myself in this moment I choose to understand that the universe supports me right now and that's all I want to focus on I just and I need to surrender this because I can't carry this anymore like whoever is listening like whoever looks out for me I have to surrender this shit because I just can't like this is gonna take me under if I can't let it go and immediately this like never happens but I don't really try it that often either immediately my outlook changed and I just like started dancing in my car to this song and I was just like I empowered myself in that moment and which was even more empowering that I could do that because I didn't know I was really capable of getting out of my own head like that. Um, I, I guess I'd never just really practiced it a lot in my life, but it reminded me of um, my brother, Chuck, who died. My brother-in-law, like, he was my brother for 15 years. I don't know, like, it's weird to even attach the in-law part to it because he, like, to me, he's just my brother. Um and he passed a while ago, uh, and uh, something he would always tell me when we were living together, uh, man, uh, I was like 20 when we were living together, it was, it was like 700 years ago, he was like talking about how he, he has to, he has this like commute to school when he was in college, and he would like 
sometimes be in a really bad mood about like, oh, I have to drive so far, you know, to get to school or like the things that were happening in the day would like bog him down and just like depress him. And he would start overthinking about everything. And he was like, and then one day I just looked in the rearview mirror and I started making myself laugh. <laughs> and like, I just picture him doing this every time I think of this story, because this is so Chuck. And he's like, I would just look in my rearview mirror and just start laughing like, ha 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 ha, ha 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 ha. <laughs> and like, obviously fake laughing. And like, at first he was like, it just felt stupid. And like, I don't know why I'm doing this. And he said like, just eventually the more he was doing it, a genuine laugh would come and he would just start cracking himself up by laughing in all these like different kind of manners and just feeling so silly in that moment. And I think that's just like getting yourself out of your own way, you know, like taking yourself out of your own thoughts and your own like bullshit that you're consistently telling yourself. It's just like this escape, you know what I mean? From your own fucking racing thoughts all the time, this bullshit that we're always telling ourselves in our heads. And that's always stuck with me. Um, he, he's given me so much good advice over the, you know, the years that I knew him, but that's something that always stuck because it works, you know, like just, just like almost catching yourself off guard and like, no, I'm not going to fucking do this right now because at least for me, there's a comfort in the obsessive thoughts. You know, there's a comfort there. That's something I'm familiar with. And when so much change is happening and I have to feel so vulnerable about so many things, like the, the, the comfort of like talking to myself in a shitty way, like that's rewarding on some level. I like that space because I know it and it's not, it, 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 it's just something familiar to me. So I tend to stay in that space when I'm in it. And so that's what I did this day, you know, and it just completely took me out of all the shit I was thinking about. I knew those same thoughts would return at some point and they did. But at least in that moment, I knew how to fucking take control of what I was thinking. And that was like huge for me to do. Um, and it's, it's a practice. Like that's something you really have to get yourself into is recognizing when you're thinking those kind of things about yourself or others even and redirecting that energy. Like, how can I get out of this right now? How can I change this right now? And like, Sometimes you have to just do something really silly and stupid, like fake laugh until you're really laughing or turn up a song that doesn't necessarily have any meaning to you or anything, you know, and it's just like, just change it, just change it right then and there. And you might be surprised by how powerful that is. Um, so that's something I've really been trying to be more aware of when I do have these thoughts that feel all consuming and, um, Honestly, it's, it's a lot easier without, now that I'm not smoking pot either, you know, now that I'm not ingesting marijuana in some way, like, um, because all I would do was have obsessive thoughts constantly whenever, you know, I was high, like that's just what you did and you didn't even realize it. So it's easier 
now without it to get myself out of it is just like, no, I, I choose to support myself and I'm not going to sit here and think about these things anymore. And it's like, what can I immerse myself in that's going to take me out of just sitting here thinking these things, you know? I don't have kids. I don't have a lot of responsibilities. I don't have a lot of distractions. So it's like, I just have all this free time with my thoughts, you know, and that can like be really maddening sometimes. And especially like when you're trapped indoors and you don't like nature is kind of my God, you know what I mean? And like being in nature, but like it's wintertime, <laughs> it's cold out. Like it's not necessarily something, you know, like I go for a lot of drives. I like to drive a lot and just like that helps me clear my head and it helps me get my thoughts in line. That really, really helps me all the time. So those are things that I'll just kind of do to make myself snap out of it. But like I feel, I can feel myself coming out of it, but it, it makes me realize like what a hold ego still has on me. You know what I mean? Because it's just, it's so much like, wants to keep me in this familiar place um, of just negative self-talk and 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 it may it wants to keep me small you know what I mean like I, I'm branching out and I'm, I'm trying to make huge waves huge huge waves and my ego wants to keep me small so I'm really now at a point where I'm recognizing what's happening I'm trying to find peace and acceptance with what has happened. And I'm just like, how can I be more in the moment? Like people, you always hear people talk about that. Like I, I listen to a lot of self-help shit and like, you know what I mean? I'm, I always like to like branch out into what all different people talk about of how, you know, they, they find themselves and just like what their journey is like and listen to their experiences and that's something you always hear is just like, how do you, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Fuck. <laughs> Hang on. Okay, I had to go listen back to what I was talking about. But it's, it's about being in the moment and trying to figure out what the fuck that means when people say that. Like, what do you mean be in the moment? Like, aren't we always in the moment? Like, how can you not be in the moment? But I get now that what they're saying is like, when you're, it's all dependent on your thought, what you're thinking about. So if you're just constantly thinking about the past and the future, you're never really in the moment and just being the present and you know now is the only time that exists for anyone like I don't know I kind of believe I don't even like saying believe but I like the idea of kind of like parallel universes and holograms like sometimes I feel people so strongly whether they have already passed or not I can feel like someone with me in such a way that it's like it's personal and it's really difficult to put into words and sometimes I feel like I can go visit people and like I've heard it described as maybe like a hologram or something like that like like your your past there isn't any past and future there's just parallel universes 
and you know different dimensions of where we experience life and i think like where we're at right now like maybe yeah, that's like the three-dimensional experience where you're not you're 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 fighting to not think about the past and the future like have you ever really tried to be in the moment and not think about anything that's happened or anything that's about to happen and just kind of like been present with your kids or your dog or your cat or like yourself I don't know that I necessarily do like I always have some kind of distraction I'm watching a movie or you know I'm, I'm doing something or I'm always thinking my mind is just constantly thinking about stuff all the time and I don't even realize it a lot of times and that's what meditation has provided like doing this headspace app just like trying to do at least 20 minutes of meditation a day makes you realize like how much you're just constantly thinking about shit because that's kind of how they introduce meditation is like you just nothing crazy is supposed to necessarily happen during meditation which I always thought was it's just like recognizing how much you're constantly thinking about stuff and um yeah so I don't know where I was going with all that but it's been it's it's just there's been a lot going on there's been a fucking lot going on in my head and I I have today off and I'm just like really trying to like rid myself of any more doubt and any more like worrying and fear about what might happen and just like try to have a chill day you know and just like talk to you guys about what I'm going through because that brings me a lot of peace too so to hit on uh the other thing that I was talking about in the last episode the guy um so he's back in the states and he is a 25 minute drive from me and um honestly with this experience and the way it's made me feel very fearful and small and like I just kind of want to hide like I just want to kind of curl up in a ball and hide from people right now there's not a big desire right now to even reach out and like initiate anything um and I was kind of expecting that honestly just because of like it's been three months since we've seen each other and I know he I can tell he's changed so much and I know I've changed so much and it's almost like it's just very fearful to think about reintroducing our kind of like new selves to each other because I feel like things have to be a little different at this point for me and um I don't necessarily know what I want yet and I just feel like there's a lot of other things happening right now that uh, it just feels like a lot to be vulnerable <laughs> with someone else so it's all connected like I know it's all part of this thing where I'm just like because I'm feeling so vulnerable and exposed like I, I don't 
that's something I feel like I can control. You know what I mean? I can control not seeing him or reaching out and just kind of like being distant and he'll understand like it's not going to be the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like he's, we've always been really understanding of that with each other. Um, we don't take it personally if the other person is like, just, I just need to chill. I need some time out from people right now. Like we're just both very, have always been really respective about that with each other. Um, so I know it's not going to be an issue, but like on some level, I know that that's like, I can control like not getting emotionally involved in this right now. And I, I just don't know that I'm like ready to step into whatever that's going to be now. Cause there's a lot of like unknown in that. Um, it just feels like a lot right now. So like we're talking and stuff, but like no one's really initiated seeing each other. Like he just got back. So I'm sure like he wants to quarantine and stuff anyway. So, but I'm just, I'm feeling really scared there. Uh, because that's a big leap for me. I don't know what's going to happen, but like, it just, it just feels like there's a lot going on right now. And I just like, and at the same time, like, I really just want like to be intimate with someone. Um, I just really, I, I want, like, I want his energy and I want like to just feel like hugged you know what I mean and held and taken care of and like I could just kind of you know fall apart in his arms but at the same time I'm just like <sighs> I don't know it's very it's very confusing it's very difficult it's very it's a very just weird to start experiencing a lot of emotions when you're 39 <laughs> that you just haven't really allowed yourself to tap into and I just always want to be moving forward with the right intention. And I think that just takes time. Um, whereas in the past, I've always wanted to like, I, I cling to things that, you know, I, I like obsess over people. I get really not clingy, but like, I want to, I want to like know you. I want to like know everything about you. And that's what's been different with this guy, it's just, like, we've really, 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 like, taken our time, and there's still so much mystery there, and, like, things that we don't know about each other, and, like, there's so much to be explored, and, and I think that's fearful, too, because, like, we've done Acid together, we've done Molly together, and there is this entire universe that I've seen, like, if we choose to step into this, uh it's like it's a deep well it's a really really deep well and like i have to know that i'm ready to go there in a lot of ways you just see like the capacity of what this could be if we both choose to take that leap and in a lot of ways i know i want to experience that and I know that there would be a lot of healing and a lot of challenges there. But I'm also just feeling like an exposed little kitten in a lot of ways. <laughs> like I pulled the band-aid off of this really, really, really deep wound. Like I pulled off the scab and 
I'm just kind of like tending to that now. And I, I, I don't know that I could handle anything else really in this moment. So time will tell what's going to happen there. And I, I, I'm trying to be open to everything. And, um, but it's a tender place. It's, it, I'm just feeling very tender and raw and exposed and, um, just kind of trying to figure out my next move. And there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. There's a lot of change happening at work. There's a lot of different directions I could potentially be pulled in. So I'm, that's where my main focus is right now because it's a lot of change coming up soon. So I want to be prepared. I want to be ready. So that's kind of like where I'm at. But like I said, you know, at the same time, like I, I, I really want that connection and intimacy and like that feeling, you know, that we provide for each other. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still unsure, still, still thinking about everything. And like I said, like it just changes every week. You see, like when you're experiencing change on this level and like really dealing with your shit, it's just always evolving. It's always changing. And it's, it's always fucking scary even though I know great things are coming like that doesn't make it any less scary for what I'm going through and what I'm experiencing but I just wanted to touch base with everyone say hello I'm thinking of you I'm 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 working hard I'm trying to get my shit together and be a better person for all of humanity and um it's hard. It's fucking hard. So, yeah, thanks for checking it out. Another episode. And reach out if you have anything you want to talk about. The time bomb etiquette at gmail.com. Thanks again to everyone who has reached out to just let me know that they support me. Um, that means more than you could really understand. So, um, yeah, I'll talk to you soon.